Germany, 377 medals. Norway, 329 medals. Russia, 314 medals. These are the countries at the summit of Winter Olympic success. This show is not about those countries. This show is about the little guys. The underdogs. The athletes with a pocket full of dreams and everything to prove. This is Medallica, colon, minnows versus the world, colon, cul-de-sac to Korea. Yes, welcome back to Medallica, colon, minnows versus the world, colon, cul-de-sac to Korea. It is day eight. We skipped a day yesterday. We were just hitting a fucking wall. So we uh, we took a day off. You get <laughs> we, decided, we decided to get around hitting a wall by hitting, hitting 10,000 <laughs> beers. <laughs> and as a result, uh, after being... On tour for the last 11 days, I am on death's door. <laughs> Life has left me. I'm so fucking sick. <laughs> but fortunately, my mother packed me a significant amount oh my of God. medicine. And we're just going to quickly go through what my mum packed. We, we, have to, we have to say that, uh, that, that your mother, lovely as she is, uh, and, and her heart was in the right place, has given you almost every drug here is expired. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go through. Uh, firstly, when someone says, "Look, um, I've I've packed you a care care pack of, of medicine," you're like, "Oh, great! It's going to be like Panadol, yep. uh, some Barocca, etc." <laughs> Mum has packed uh, something called Ilex. It says prescription only medicine, <laughs> which I'm. Uh, yep, that is definitely a prescription that yep. is, is directly from my mum, um, and it expired in February 2009. <laughs> Mum packed something called Rulide, which is also prescription. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Prescription only medicine, which uh, was for my brother, um, and <laughs> that also expired in 2011. Mum, um, mum has has packed uh, a significant amount of imitation Barocca, <laughs> the, which, which is the called, generic brand. What's it, it called? It's called Redoxin. <laughs> sounds lethal. It, it does. It sounds like what you give to horses when they're just about to be put down. Um, and that expired in 2017. Oh, no. But the biggest dick punch from my mother was that she gave us 18 hand warmers, and we've gone out to, to watch uh, the great Peter Taufer Fua tear it up on the cross-country track. It's minus nine. Yeah. The one thing that we need is for these hand warmers to work, pull them out of the bag, uh, follow the instructions... Absolute fucking donuts. And that's when we look at it, these things expired four <laughs> yeah. months ago. <laughs> so basically what mum has done is uh, given me um, a wonderful bag of expired, <laughs> over, like prescription only meds. I don't know what any of them do, but I'm about to start fucking cutting them all up <laughs> because I am very ill and the time to experiment is now. <laughs> Oh, your mum is the ultimate troll. Oh, isn't she? She's 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 like one of those uh, back alley pharmacists that just goes, "Oh, what do you need? Well, I don't have something for that, but here's some ketamine." Yeah, she she's literally done a "Would you rather" for you. Would you rather have drugs? Would you rather have nothing and get sick, or have drugs that expired five years ago <laughs> that are part of this Soviet doping program <laughs> and prescribed to your brother? Oh my god! All right, so. Yesterday was a oh, monster huge. day. Actually, Friday Friday was Friday was huge. Friday well. was huge. Yeah. So we've got a lot to catch up on. Let's start with an enormous moment 
for the small nation of Rigistan. Yes. Our ambassador. Yes. The Swiss ambassador to Rigistan, Sarah Hofflin. Boom. Gold, gold, gold to Sarah. Yes. The women's ski slope style. It, it was, was a chance encounter. I went to the gym at the hotel for the first time and probably the last time for this entire trip. Yeah. Managed to run into an Olympian. We hit it off and we uh, st- uh, started giving her as much merch as we could get our fucking hands on. <laughs> and she took to Rigistan like a duck to water. Yep. And my God, when she tore it up, you've got to have a, jump on Instagram and have a look at this video of us going off just, in a yeah. fucking huge way. Oh, yeah. Just went absolutely Ape shit. We have no idea how the sport works. No, nah. but she stayed upright, and that's all we needed to see. Whatever. We're like gold, gold, gold. <laughs> Whatever the shit a switch disaster seven twenty is <laughs> sounds sounds like the sort of thing that Michael Bay jizzes to. But <laughs> apparently, it's a really good slope style trick. <laughs> that is all time. Yeah. <laughs> so Hoffmania. Yes. Get around it on Twitter. Hashtag Hoffmania. Uh, Sarah has been has got about two hours of sleep, but she did take the time to uh, send us a message and say, "Guys, I want you to know that I did this for Rigistan, yeah. which is intense and it's, amazing. It's so good. It is the best." But Hoffmania, weirdly enough, we ended up kind of showing our uh, our appreciation not only for this Hoff, uh, but we ended up going off like Hasselhoff. Like Hasselhoff. Drunkenly eating burgers. <laughs> oh God, we got so loose last night. We, we, we. Yeah, there'll be more on that a bit later on, though. But, uh, but Peter, Peter in the cross country. Bam! Wow. Saw it live. Yeah. It was a. It was a really, really watershed moment for uh, for Tongan Olympics. Um, yep. Uh, Peter Taufertafua, the men's fifteen kilometer freestyle. He finished. Uh, that was that was his main aim. Yep. Uh, his his secondary aim was not to crash into a tree. So I mean, he it's that's, two ticks. That's fucking gold for Pete. Yeah, absolutely gold in a in, in a different way. But yeah. but yeah, that's absolutely it's it's great for him. And he there was a really lovely heartwarming moment where he, he they waited for for German Madrazo, uh, the the Mexican skier, and they hoisted him up on on their shoulders. And he was carrying a massive Mexican flag. Yeah, he was it was it was awesome. It was one of those sort of Olympic spirit moments that that people are throwing out there. And, uh, it was a minnow moment. Yeah, and it was. And, and it was a minnow moment. It's, yeah, it's exactly what we're about. Uh, it is fucking amazing to see these blokes from all of the tro- the hot hot climate yeah. tropical countries just get around just, each other, just waiting and then yeah. hoisting him up like he's just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, he's, so good. Like, yeah, he's screaming out, "I'm going to Disneyland." Yeah, it's, yeah, absolutely. It's 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 all happening. But Peter Peter did a, a really fantastic job. His quotes are just all time. Oh mate, he, we cannot wait to speak with him tomorrow. We, so he'll be on yeah. the cast on uh, Wednesday, I believe. But we're speaking to him tomorrow and cannot wait. Oh, he's I, he's pumped. Because uh, he saw our flag um, and uh, has been texting us all morning just going, guys, is that a fucking Ibis? And we're like, you, you, <laughs> you, you know it is. You better believe it. <laughs> oh, right. So we can't, cannot wait to, to chat to him tomorrow, which brings us to... The great disappointment <laughs> of our time. That is Martin's Decours. My God. We were there in the flesh. Uh, we, we bought $80 tickets, which we didn't realise entitled us to diddly squat yeah so, about about 0.9 seconds fuck. of viewing these these blokes are going 140 k's an hour 130 yeah. k's an hour and we were at past the finish line so by the time they got to us that actually finished racing but they were still absolutely hammering along yeah and it's you just see this for this blur for about th- two seconds yes yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and we, I mean, this is one of those sports, as we mentioned before, where hundreds of a second matter. Yeah, skeleton, and, skeleton is, is nuts. Yeah, and so when we found out that Martins had posted some fucking amateur hour bullshit score, yeah. <laughs> bullshit time of like 50.85, we were just like... You're dead to us. Yeah, and and he was he was dead to Latvia as well because he came into the last run in second, and uh, that fifty point eight five meant that he finished outside the medals. Yeah, he he finished fifth. He yeah. finished behind his brother. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. So T Decours, Thomas Decours, he he picked up fourth place. I mean, look, it's a one two punch for Minnow medals because they are just screaming along in the Minnow medals. Oh yeah. I mean, they they knew they probably had Gallium and and Steel locked up. Uh, locked up, sorry. Uh, but the Kiwis came through with a with a brass. Yeah, yep. The Kiwis did as well. Uh, there were more more on the the minnow medals coming up. But Martin's decours, you lost us a bunch of money as well. Oh, you uh, asshole! We put down fifty bucks and fucking Gus's mates put their oh, houses on it. <laughs> it's uh to <laughs> just a public service announcement to uh, the respective partners of Corjukes uh, and Sharky, you might want to just put them into witness protection because yeah. they've dropped a lot of money on that one. Yeah, that was ridiculous. We do not condone... Problem gambling. Be- be- betting betting <laughs> on minnows just because we have a show about minnows. No, it's not a good idea, but the one... We managed to absolutely screw the pooch by not betting on Sarah... <laughs> Oh, we did. She, yeah. was, she was 13 to 1. She was 13 to 1. Free money. We put 50 bucks each on Decours, oh. which in hindsight was just the dumbest idea. Yeah, we could have made budget back. We could have made just an absolute mint off Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, moving on. Nigerian women's bobsled team. We are, we have secured an exclusive interview. It's huge. It is enormous. They are one of the hottest properties at this Olympics. Yep. Everybody wants a piece of them. And they have said, guys, absolutely. We want to give you an exclusive. We want to speak to you directly. Trackside. Um, yeah, tra- trackside at their event. Uh, this never happens. It's, in- it's insane that this, uh, this is something which has been granted to us. So, yeah, watch this space. And that's what you get for putting good ideas forward Absolutely. on our part. We yep. went in and we said, never been done before. Trackside interview. Yep. What do you reckon? During the event. During the event. And they were just like, amazing. Great. So Love it. We'll, we'll, we'll hit you all up with that when that becomes available in a few days. Absolutely. NZ. Bam. NZ. Yes. NZ. NZ. Yeah, that's it. NZ. Okay. So Fourth time lucky. That's it. So the team pursuit. It's coming up tonight, the heats. Yeah, this is this the is man, Pete, this the myth, the mullet. This is Pete's uh, pet event. He fucking yep. loves it. Peter Michael. Absolutely he froths over it. He froths over it, not only because he loves speed skating, but right, he, right after blading, but fuck, he loves getting around the boys. Oh, he's he's he huge, loves it, huge about the team. Yeah, and uh, and the way that he was talking about uh, how much he just loves tearing it up with his uh, with his teammates, uh, Rion and the other bloke whose name we forgot. Yeah, who we will find out that that name shortly. Yeah, <laughs> and bring it back to you. <laughs> but Rion, Pete, and uh, the other uh, mate, other guy, <laughs> old mate. Yeah, the three of them are effectively the uh, the. Gadabouts of of world speed skating, like yeah. they just love taking a fucking gridiron ball and pegging it around an ice skating rink. Yeah. <laughs> just in hindsight, pretty fucking dangerous. Yeah, no, but, it's but it's crazy. They, they they love just doing that stuff. It looks like a uh, like a fucking outtake from the room. They're yeah. just tossing around the the, the gridiron. They've got bloody yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus out of a boombox. It's, it's just it's, it's so amazing. Good. So good. So the heats for that are on tonight, um, and I think it's about eight o'clock Korean time. So it's, ten o'clock in Australia. It's amazing. And and speed skating, of course. Uh, we we went to to see Peter in the flesh, and and we can't wait to to try and get tickets to to that final if we possibly can. Yeah. 
but speed skating is one of those sports that people kind of understand the short track, there's long track, there's a, there's a few things uh, that, that people are a bit confused about. We are not going to give you answers to any of those, but None. what we will do is talk to a speed skater, the miracle on ice, Stephen Bradbury, in our segment that we like to call Meddling with Stephen Bradbury. Have a listen. This is Meddling with Stephen Bradbury. We're going to give you a bunch of would-you-rathers and uh, we just want you to kind of... T- it's, it's, it's like one of those psychological blot tests. We're going to give you some stuff. You're just going to react the way that, uh, that you want to react to it and, and just answer what you feel is right in your heart. I'm sure there are going to be some uh, really intelligent questions here, aren't they? Well, time will tell. <laughs> First one. Stephen Bradbury, would you rather have more time or more money? Money, money, nice. Any Good thoughts? Choice. Any any thoughts behind that, or that's just a straight up and down? Well, if you got money, you can buy time. What? That makes absolutely no sense. Wow. Next question: Would you rather have Riggs rig or Gus's rig? Oh wow! Well, let's do that one again. It cut out. I didn't hear the question. Fair enough, no worries. No, I'm, I'm serious. I didn't hear it. No, no, it's all good. We'll, we'll do it again. Second question. Would you rather have Riggs rig or Gus's rig? <laughs> is, that a, is that a trucking joke? <laughs> no, 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 no. Is, would is, you, would is you... Ken worthy an option? <laughs> <laughs> would, 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 you, would you rather have my rig or Gus's rig? Oh, I don't know. I'm going with Gus. Yes. Oh, he's gone the shag carpet. You're, you're a he smart. Saw, he saw the extra warmth. Man. He's a winter Olympian. <laughs> of course he is. He's, he's also a man of class and distinction. Oh, piss off. He doesn't want any of your shit. Hey. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't need to uh, pack your fur coat, did you, Gus? I didn't, mate. It's uh, <laughs> amazing. When we walked out of the airport, I immediately hibernated. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, number three. Would you rather live forever in North Korea? With a career, or live in South Korea with no career. Oh, definitely option two. Who wants to live in North Korea? Correct answer. Yes, that was that a is one. It was a trick question, and you passed with flying colours, mate. Fantastic. All right, Steve. Question four: Would you rather be able to read, or be able to read minds but be illiterate? <laughs> oh, that's a curly one. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with being able to read. Good. So nice. just as you are. Fair enough. Fair just enough. Just as I am. I mean, if you could read minds and you're illiterate, you couldn't write anything down or remember anything, could you? That's true, but you yeah. could verbalise them. He's yeah, made his choice. He's made his <laughs> you choice. Would still ha- you, would, you would still have the lingual ability. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Alrighty. Number five. Would you rather be the first to win a gold medal due to stabbing the lead skater with your skate? Or be the first to be stabbed with a skate at an international event. Is there a point to all of these at the end? Yes. There is definitely a point. Oh, okay, good. Um, I wouldn't want to stab anybody. I'd rather be stabbed than. I'd rather be stabbed. He's a martyr. Stab. He's a martyr. Well, we know all about that, don't we? <laughs> all right, two to go, Steve. Would you rather secretly have sex with a goat? 
or have everyone think you had sex with a goat even though you didn't? They're getting tougher. Oh. They're getting tougher now, Steve. Oh, there's there's no good answer there. Uh, I'd, I'd I'd rather everyone know and not have done it. Nice. So that'd be is, that'd is, be option. That'd is, be option two, wouldn't it? Yeah, he's, he's, he's a man of integrity, personal integrity. Did you, did you ask all these questions to Scotty James as well? Absolutely. Everyone's getting the same <laughs> questions. <laughs> Everyone's getting questions that are in the same mould. <laughs> it, it, uh, it, it does progress quite like this as well. Uh, final question. Would you rather have a vagina on your forehead or a row of dicks down your back like a stegosaurus? That, this is a tough one. We did ask this exact same thing to Scotty James. Oh, gee, am I am I allowed to swear on this? Yeah, mate. Uh, well, if you had the vagina on your throat, you'd be getting fucked in the head all the time. So I got the stegosaurus. Stephen Bradbury drops the hammer. Absolutely, <laughs> meddling with Stephen Bradbury, and he's walked away with a dead set goal. That, that is, is great. awesome. That, that is, is awesome. fantastic. TKO. Full disclosure, <laughs> we have never interviewed Scotty James or been close to giving him those questions. He has not returned our calls. <laughs> he definitely won't now. <laughs> I was just in the moment. Yeah. And the only option was to lie my way out. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't box me into a corner and make me fuck my way out. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't believe that he answered all of those questions. Oh, what a legend, though, you can, for, for being game enough to do that. You can go over to uh, to listen to the full Stephen Bradbury interview. It's its own standalone ep. Um, but, my God. He is oh, such a legend, such though. Such a good sport. We, we've been really, really lucky over the course of this show because everyone that we have interviewed has been just the biggest legends. Yeah. Like, not even thinking twice about backing down. And we always say, look... If you want to back out or you don't want to answer, feel free. And they all just go, fuck your disclaimer. Let's do this shit. <laughs> Let's do it. And how was that? We were interviewing Ash Werner from uh, the Australian women's bobsled team. and Coming up in a couple of days. Um, and we had to explain to her what off the record uh, meant because she was like, can I tell you guys something, but I also don't want you to repeat it ever. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, it's off the record. And she's like, great. And then gives us fucking <laughs> Fire content, and we're like, "Oh, come on, Ash, oh, you're, no. killing, you're killing us here." Yeah. <laughs> she dangled the carrot, yeah, and we were totally. just like, "No," but that's fair enough, and, and we respect that journalistic integrity and all. Yeah, we're definitely not going to print all of the things in a <laughs> secret WikiLeaks style document as soon as the Olympics end. No, no, no. But uh, that's we actually do it to tell Ash. We're definitely, we're not definitely, gonna, not we're going to do that. Gonna do that. It, it sounded very sarcastic <laughs> and stuff. It's like, "Oh, thanks, we have journalism." <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to send the angriest message to us. Yeah, yeah, Ash, legit. We won't do that. We won't do that to you. But here we go. Into the next segment. It's career advisors. Beep, 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 beep. And so it is a huge, vague, broad brushstroke segment Isn't where it? we cram absolutely everything, everything like a goddamn funnel. <laughs> everything that we can't figure out how to make into feature athletes or donut spotlight, yep. which is most of the Olympics. Which is most of the Olympics. <laughs> Uh, but it's usually got to do with us kind of exploring the, the kind of cultural side of, of Korea while we're here. Yep. And last night, 
We went out with with two people that we've become very very fond of, uh, Sarah and her husband Easy, Easy Rider. Rider. <laughs> Easy Rider. Yeah. What a ledge! And we met them on the train going out to one of the events, or coming back from one of the events, and uh, we we hit it off by uh, lying to them about our fake country. By lying to them about our fake country, they gave us a message. And uh, we were just like, yeah, we're going to be around Seoul. And the next day, it was like, we got a sitter. Let's get fucking lit. Yeah. And we were like, are, holy shit. They're the best. They're, they're legitimately two of the funniest people that we've met. Yeah. Very, very, very funny. And we, we went out last night. They said, we've got, we've got to take you to this place. And we're just like, fantastic. So we went to this place. It's called Tap Public. It's in Seoul, Korea. It's yep. only been open for about three months, but the, the concept is very unique. It is, you kind of, you have a, an, an electronic bracelet. It's linked up to, to, to a tab. And it's not, it's not like a, uh, one of the ones that you get after you've got a DUI and can't <laughs> leave the state. Yeah. It's more it's like, like a fucking ankle monitor. <laughs> more it's, like a wrist, a wrist bracelet. Yeah. It, <laughs> what? Wrist, wrist bracelet? A wrist, a wrist bracelet? Yeah. It's yeah. a bracelet that you put on your wrist, yeah. as opposed to an ankle bracelet. A- absolutely. Wristy for short. So we... <laughs> you go, Bracey McBrace face. <laughs> Bracey McBrace you, you put it, uh You put it onto one of the, the, the beer tap sort of things, and you pour your own beer. And it, and it charges you in 10 milliliter increments. Which is fucking insane. Yeah. And it then, really racks up really fucking quick. And the bad thing about this is that... You essentially cannot pour a beer correctly. You're paying for everything that's coming out of the tap. Yeah. Foam, everything. Yeah. So, so yeah. If you have a crumble like Rig did yesterday, yeah. where he's effectively had two cracks at pouring um, a beer, it's ended up costing him $12 <laughs> and he only had half a beer. Yeah. It, it was, was fucked. It was on track to be the most expensive drink that oh, we've yeah. ever had. It was. You actually had to bail out because it, it had become too fiscally irresponsible for you to continue. <laughs> yeah, that. The owner came up to us at one point and was just like, how do you like my restaurant? And we're just like, okay, where did you come out of? Oh, fuck you, out Mr. Monopoly. Of, yeah, exactly. Comes out with his huge, thick moustache and his top hat and monocle. <laughs> and he's just like, okay, how do you like this? And we're just like, yeah, great. Um, is there a fucking trick to pouring a full beer without <laughs> charging ourselves 15 fucking dollars? And he just laughed it off and was like, ha yes. And that was it. And that was it. Um, that was like, the end what? of the discussion. <laughs> <laughs> any, any fucking pointers you'd like to share, mate? Nah, he, he didn't want to help us at all. Um, anyway, so we got through a, a significant number of beers. Um, because as we already said, we were dedicating a lot of beers, um, to, uh, Sarah Hoffman. Yep. And our Insta story became a rhyming game where each beer we would raise and say, beer number one, this one's for Sarah. We loved your last run, etc. Yeah. It got out of hand really, really quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we were hammering beers, but also we discovered, uh, we were introduced to something called Somek. Yes. Which is a huge, um, a huge thing in Korea. Apparently it's, it's how they consume a shitload of their soju. Yeah. And effectively it's just soju and beer. Yeah. So, uh, it's like, so, um, I think beer is mekju in, uh, yep. in Korean. So it's yep. like the so and the mek. So they're like, there you go. Yep. You dump a shot of, of soju into yep. the, into a glass. Then you pour beer over the top of it. And then you grab chopsticks or a fork and you just hit the bottom of the glass through it the, through the liquid and it fizzes up. And that's, that's how they hammer through 
uh, bottles of soju and That's... bottles of beer, and, and we were fucking getting through it. Oh yeah, really, really quick. Yeah, well, because Easy Rider just kept fucking ordering soju. Yeah, he's he was... just like, yep, and again, and again, and he's just doing that twirly thing with his hand yeah, with a finger. It, I'm like, absolutely. Stop. He's a, he's like a wedding DJ. <laughs> So <laughs> effectively we got to a got to a point where we realized if there is one thing that you probably can't keep up with, it's parents who have a sitter and are just fucking on a mission. They were off the leash. If we, to to the point where after we've been uh we've been been drinking with them and we'll come back to the um to a couple of drinking games they taught us, but yeah. after drinking with them we ended up back at their apartment. <laughs> Sarah pulled out her alto saxophone after finding out I have a jazz degree, which to this point is mostly being used for our fucking Insta, Insta stories. It's the than... only time that your jazz degree is being <laughs> used pertinent. Uh she's pulled this out. It's three AM. We're in the yeah. middle of Seoul and she's just their gone, kid is asleep. Is asleep. <laughs> They're two year old. And they've gone, oh, just go out onto the balcony and give it a fucking burl. <laughs> so, <laughs> like a scene out of some horrible Manhattan-esque <laughs> rom-com, <laughs> I'm on the balcony wailing Careless Whisper. <laughs> wow. Everyone is fuck-eyed. Yeah. We've all had way, way, way too much to drink. Yeah. But I've also managed to uh, say to Rick, great, okay, you blow into the sax, and I will play. Uh, I will finger the uh, the, uh, the right notes for Careless Whisper. Yeah. So there's all these photos that we got sent this morning. Where holy shit, it's basically like watching the last moments of someone's life. <laughs> <laughs> Our faces have yeah, given it, it, up it, the it, ghost. It was the equivalent of taking DMT. Oh. It was just full on. It was just. Sarah sent us 15 photos, and yeah. we were like, as soon as I saw the no- notification, I was like, oh no, oh shit, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, it, some somehow we drunk ourselves 2D. Like, we yeah. looked like someone had stopped sketching halfway through. <laughs> We'd lost all definition in our faces. Faces looked like fucking Salvador Dali paintings just yeah. melting away. We, we'd both become grimace. <laughs> just <laughs> shape, shapeless blobs with eyes. <laughs> and, like, p- half of the photos are just us trying to get through that two-man saxophone routine. Oh, yeah. And then the other half looks like horrible rap <laughs> album covers. <laughs> Fuck, they're so bad. They're really, really awful. And and, and Sarah and, wrote You're Welcome, and I kind of felt like going back and being like, these are never fuck, seen the light of day. Fuck you and the horse you're on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get uh, the fuck out of it. So, but how did we get there? Games. Exactly. How did we get to that point? It was these ridiculous fucking drinking games that Easy Rider and Sarah taught us. And apparently every Tuesday night, Easy Rider goes out with the boys, like 15 to 18 of them. So they dead set takeover joints when they walk in. Gets on the lash. And they just go ham on everything. (laughs) And they they go in and they they have all these drinking games uh, while they're engaging in Somek. So... That sounds so bad. Yeah. Engaging in Somek. It sounds like a fucking orgies yeah. type thing. <laughs> They're engaging men. 14 bottles. The scourge of One Korea. Somek. The scourge of Korea. Bunches, <laughs> just groups of middle-aged American men engaging in Somek. <laughs> Special report now. So, uh, the first game. The first game. So, you must understand. So, uh, soju comes in glass bottles and they have so those 500 mils. 500 mil bottles, um, that are made of glass and they have those, you know, those, um, those sort of really hard to, well, they're not hard to maneuver, but those bottle caps sort of things, but they're not bottle caps. They're, what, what's the word for oh, it? They're like, like fucking making a meal of this. Oh, fuck. I don't know um, how to explain it. I was thinking it, about it before we went on the cast. I'm like, what the fuck are those called? It's they're, like a, it, so it's a metal, metal cap and then it's got metal the small. Cap, yeah. 
uh, aluminium ring underneath it. Yeah, there you go. And that aluminium ring, as you know, if you've ever bought like a glass Evian or, or, or you know, sand Coke Pell, or whatever, sand Pell or Coke or whatever, um, obviously you have to break that ring in order to open the bottle. And so what happens is they take the aluminium ring and they twirl it up to be like a straight, uh, just yeah, like a straight sort yeah, of. Yeah, it's like a like like a four inch long stick. Yeah, like a four inch long stick. And so the game goes that you each person has to flick that that thread mm. uh, until it comes off the bottle cap and you pass it around and the person who ultimately flicks it off gets to nominate someone to skull. someone else to scull their entire drink. Which which we want to remind you at this point is uh, one third soju, which is fuck, it's, like it's about fourteen percent ABV, and then uh, and then beer like Cass is about five percent. Yeah, so you, your your drink is probably about seven. Maybe eight yeah. percent, and you're just smashing it down. Yeah, uh, and so we just we were so angry at the fact that he that Easy Rider had just kept getting drinks more and more that we nominated him mercilessly. Yeah, as he, we were playing this game, he got he got targeted in in quite quite a, a vindictive way. Yeah, yeah, it was it was super petty by us. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that one. The second one is on the inside of a bottle cap of uh, of soju. There's a number from one to fifty. We Why? Have, we've no fucking. No idea. one fucking knows. But for some reason, there is. So the game is: everybody picks a number between one and fifty. Closest person gets to nominate someone to drink. Yep. As you can imagine, uh, that is a very, very quick drinking game. Oh yeah. That's basically that's about as fast as a hand of blackjack or, yeah. or or a roulette spin. It's lightning quick. And so people hammer through drinks. Yeah. They fucking belt through them. Well, that's it. Because, I mean, you think about those two games that are played one after the other. So you've got the one where you're flicking the bottle cap. So that's one. So someone's sculling a, a straight-up drink. Uh, and then you are doing the one of 50. That's another sculled drink. So you have, you've just torn through half a bottle of Cass beer yep. and kind of, you know, like a third of soju. Yeah, absolutely. And if you cop those two in a row, uh, then... Which like, Easy Rider which did. Easy, which he did. <laughs> Fuck, you start to feel it. Uh, the third one, which we couldn't do uh, because we're not dead set fucking hooligans, yeah, um, is a game where you get, uh, you get like the thin ply Korean serviettes. So they yeah. they have all of these napkins in in restaurants that are horseshit quality. Yeah, like they're one ply. They're like they're... why why would this ever be sufficient yeah. to wipe food <laughs> to wipe from anything. your face to wipe anything? Yeah. And you uh, you put it on top of a glass of glass of beer. That it, it, it's it's after or, or somac after you've done the the chopstick thing. Yeah. So, so yeah. it's fro- it's frothed up, and uh, I think you just you, and you, you, you wait you, you wait you for the li- you wa- no you wait for the liquid uh, you wait for the liquid to to fizz up and then hit the top of the glass. Gotcha. Where the single ply serviette is, so yeah. it forms like a circle that's like wet in the yeah. middle of the serviette, and then you take it off. And you just fucking pelt it at the ceiling. <laughs> so everyone, does, so if you're out, if, if Easy Rider's out with his mates, then 15 blokes toss these serviettes up to the ceiling. And then it's the first one that drops has to scull his yeah. whole drink. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So again, as you can imagine, these, these drinking games were not invented by Americans. Yeah. They're invented by Koreans. Yeah. So there, are, is, there yeah. are nights when you would go out. And it will, it's just entire bars yeah. full of people shouting numbers from one to fifty, flicking bottle caps, and, and tossing then pe- fucking, fucking wet serviettes. serviettes at the ceiling. Yeah, what the actual shit? 
There is no doubt in my mind now as to how they became the title holders of the drunkest people yeah. on earth per capita. Yeah, big time. Which, for anyone that doesn't know, is an actual fact. That's an actual fact. That's not a joke as part of the show. No. That is legitimate. Korea got that belt. Yeah. They fucking paraded. By getting fucking belted. <laughs> they go so fucking large. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, final piece of news. Canada v. Denmark curling. Denmark yeah. never won a gold medal. No, they stink. Canada decided that there's there's a thing in curling whereby if you touch an opponent's uh, if you touch a, a, an opponent's stone while you're brooming or while you're uh, in the in the evidence <laughs> in the act of uh, of curling, yeah, it, it's the opposition team have a choice as to whether they can hit you with the stone. They can remove your stone, <laughs> right? Like as in, so they take one of your stones away. It's called oh. it's called burning a stone. No one ever fucking does it. sounds so fucking metal. Doesn't it? Yeah. Burn stone. Burning the stone. Uh, so no one ever does it because curling is supposed to be a gentleman's game. Yeah. But in this Denmark v. Canada match, uh, one of the Danes has lightly brushed um, a Canadian stone, yeah. owns up to it straight away, and the Canadians, because it, it had no bearing on it, the Canadians yeah. um, should have just said, yeah, cool, fair yeah, no play, worries. Yeah. on you go. They fucking removed the Dane stone, Ooh. which was which was a blocker, and proceeded to then they were they were four two behind. They got four fucking stones as a result of that, oh. and so they then then jumped to six four ahead. Yeah, the Danes, the fucking Danes, rallied like motherfuckers. Yes, and, Denmark, and won nine eight. Fucking bang! And then in this press conference afterwards. Denmark basically just waged war on Canada. Holy shit. (laughs) They're effectively saying things like, yeah, well, I mean, you've got to make your own decisions, but we would never do that. Yeah, we would never do that. That's fucking karma, bitch. Yeah, yeah. One of them them said, that's karma. Really? Yeah, legit. Despite the fact that I'm pretty positive that none of the Danes are Buddhists or have any fucking idea about what the religion's about, they did drop the hammer on Canada and say, well, in the end... That's just karma, isn't it? Oh, Which is brutal. a huge punch in the dick. Were they also, while they were doing this, just doing that thing where they're just looking at their nails? Yeah. Just being yeah. like, well, I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's just karma. <gasps> Fuck, so good. That is the best. Good so, on you, Denmark. Yep, I know, throwing down. So, uh, yeah, speaking of minnows, minnow medals. Well, mate, Denmark are uh, on the absolute right track to, to pick up some, some gallium. They're and guaranteed some steel. two galleons yeah. in the curling. Yeah, so that's great. So they're, they're, they're just aiming for that. Well, they don't even need to aim. No. Nope. It's like like a drunk dude at a urinal. You could just go anywhere that's, that, and you've got it. That's it. Their, their participation medal is gallium. Yeah, They can come awesome. fucking absolute last. It's the best. And they're still getting a G. But minnow min- medals, uh, we've got the top three. Andorra. It's a small nation of 77,000 people wedged between France and Spain. Yeah. They have come from fucking nowhere. Yeah. They've come out of they have come out of the stands. They weren't even competing. No. They have come out of the fucking crowd. They are now second on the minnow medal table. Latvia is just fucking burning the house down. Yeah. They've got 8 gallium, 9 steel and 5 brass for 22 Fuck. total minnow medals. That's a huge which haul. Which is just insane. And like the actual real Latvia uh, they have more steel, steel. than yes! anything else. Of course they do. <laughs> so Latvian. They live Just for that Latvian shit. things. <laughs> right. But Andorra, how's this for a line? Five gallium. Yeah. 
one steel yep. and one brass. That's a great that ratio. That is huge. That is, that is fucking awesome. They are not squandering opportunities. And they've won most of this shit in the fucking Alpine. Yeah. They've got, they've got one skier that's won, I think, three gallium. Yeah. Who is tearing it up. Yeah. This dude is just going ridiculous. He's, he's going, he's going big bucks. But he, he, I mean, that's what you would expect. In, in a country that is literally, the, the capital is like 1,000 metres above sea level. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's huge. It's all they have up there. It's, but the good thing about the Alpine, and this is what we're starting to realise, we've already spoken about Alban Tahiri from Kosovo, who is basically uh, shotgun, <laughs> spray shotgun spray yeah. across all the Alpine events. The skiers do, a lot of them do multiple events. Yeah. So they, they, they'll go, great, well, I mean, there's not much difference between Super G... Uh, downhill, slalom. Or like normal hill and large hill. Et, 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 yeah. et well, that's ski jumping. Yeah. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's the same sort it, of it, shit. It's, it's, got, it's on fucking skis, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, that's what I thought, smart guy. Perfect. I don't even want to engage in this on the cast, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> but we're currently watching skiing as we're doing this, and I can't for the fucking life of me figure out what the difference is between all these disciplines. Yeah, neither but, do I. But they do all do uh, most of them because it's like, well, fuck. As you said... They're on fucking skis. Yeah, but it's weird because people are like, okay, you're doing slalom and you're like, great, but we're also going to make another sport, but bigger. Yeah. Giant slalom. Giant slalom. And you're just like, what? The, what the actual <laughs> shit? Yeah. Um, We've got normal hill ski jumping. Let's just make a larger hill. Yeah, su- super hill. Oh, for the 2022 Olympics, we're actually going to drop you out of a fucking helicopter. <laughs> Do as many tricks as you can before you hit the ground. <laughs> like that. That is one of those those things that we're starting to get from the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Which is... There's, there's these two rival factions. There's the old school conservative downhill skiing, like, uh, sports that have always been in their faction. Yeah. And there's the go fuck yourself faction. Yeah. And the go fuck yourself faction are like, great. Here's an idea for a sport. Let's get a bunch of hockey players on ice skates. Let's push them down a bobsled uh, hill and they all get a brick. Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> are you guys kidding? And it's like, great. Okay. New idea. Sit in a fucking kitchen walk. We're going to kick you down the, <laughs> an ice slope. All right. No bad ideas. It's exactly like Skeleton and Luge, except you go down sideways <laughs> and it's a wider track. <laughs> All right. New one. Saddle. You have to find and catch a bear. Train the bear. Saddle the bear. The bears fight each other. You fight each other. All right. Combination of doubles luge and skeleton. You 69 down a fucking <laughs> cafeteria tray all the way down the luge track. Okay. New one. It's basically just like uh, the luge relay, but it's on an athletics track. Everyone is stuck in a phone box. The only way to release them out of that glass booth is to compete in some kind of carnival sideshow hammer strength feat. <laughs> the door will open. Sprint. Get to the next person. Rinse, repeat. <laughs> All right. 2026. New sport. Exactly like slalom, but you have to smash through the flags. <laughs> Perfect. Oh. I mean, well, we we could do this all day oh, because no. we've been watching a metric dick ton <laughs> of footage. <laughs> we are living and breathing the Olympics at the moment, and we can't for the fucking life of us figure out what most of these tricks that Sarah did yesterday are called. <laughs> it's like it's like someone went great uh, for all of the all of the slope style tricks. Let's just get a neural net to come up with the names. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. The whole, uh, the whole put fucking random words in a hat. It's just absolute. It's word salad. It's fucking boggle. Oh, it's the best. It's ridiculous. You're coming up fucking, what was it? Switch disaster 720. <laughs> 720. Yeah. Fucking safety grab. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? It's like double Japan disaster. Yeah. I'm like, what? No, d- d- never mention the Japan <laughs> disaster. I thought we agreed it was too soon. <laughs> 
Oh, so good. And 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 the final thing on minnow medals. Uh, so we have some new entrants into the tally. It is Georgia. It oh, is what the fuck Kenya. Yes, Kenya and Nigeria. Bam! Bang! In the skeleton. Nigeria. Yeah. First medal. Yeah. First medal. Fuck! That is enormous. It's huge. Wow. The yeah. Nigerian women's bobsled team are going to be so excited when they talk to us in our exclusive one-on-one trackside interview. Cannot wait. Innovative. Exclusive. Fresh. Brand. Original. Brand. <laughs> Rig. Every time we're, at, I'm like. I'm not sure if we should post this. He's just been screaming the word brand at me. (laughs) Which is, I explained to him, the word brand is not a free-for-all to post whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) Dead set cock wallet. Which brings us, speaking of cock wallets, to to Donut Spotlight. Donut Spotlight uh, is a segment that we, where we, you know, we shine the light on a country that has never won a gold medal in these Winter Olympics. Gus, what have you got for us, bud? Argentina. Yeah. Never won a medal. Awesome. They're, they're hence, like, never won any medal. Yeah, at right. All. Their best finish is eighth in the bobsled in 1968. Wow. Guess how many teams were in the bobsled? Eight. Fucking yeah, were. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, they do not do well. Despite the fact that they have a fuckload of mountains yeah, there's and a, a lot fuckload of, sn- of snow. snow. Yeah, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, Patagonia's in Argentina, right? Yeah, uh, Patagonia and Chile, yeah. It's, it's uh, like a region that encompasses both, I think. Encompasses both, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that has a lot of snow. That's fucking mountainous. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. So, they've been at every Olympics since 1928. Every Winter Olympics? Correct. Wow. They've been at 20 Winter Olympics. Fuck. For donuts. No no medals at all. None, none whatsoever. That eighth Christ. is actually their best finish. Out- yeah, right. Outside of that, it's like a 16th in... Uh, in Alpine, like, 1940 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking crazy. Anyway, so how's this? They've got a couple of people at the Pyeongchang uh, Winter Olympics. Their best best finish thus far has been from a bloke whose name is uh, Matthias Schmidt. Oh, so Argentinian. It's amazing. That's the best. He's an Argentine snowboarder. And he, oh man, I, I, I just get the feeling that this dude is descended from one of the fucking Germans that ran away after the war. Oh, big time! He's, 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 <laughs> he's, they've he's, escaped lineage, war crimes. Yeah, his, his lineage is super nomadic. sus, super sus. So he qualified for the Olympics after a quota place was released by a Swedish athlete, and subsequently not taken up by an Italian athlete who was first on the waiting list. He was notified about his selection only two days prior to the opening ceremony. <laughs> How's this? Matthias was already in South Korea in case any possibilities for him to compete materialized. Oh my god, he was emergency he was on the emergency. footy team. <laughs> Mate, this is this is like the fucking AFL draft. This yeah. pick has been just passed in and passed in and yeah. passed in. And eventually some guy goes, Yeah, I'll play for Gold Coast. I live around the corner. <laughs> He's in South Korea. He's the oh. opposite of all of the Russians who were in South Korea just fucking chomping at the bit to compete and got banned. He's the opposite. Yeah. He was just there going, oh, man, I really hope that Italian fuck decides he doesn't want to compete. He was just painting the fucking town red, engaging in Somek with Easy Rider. Yeah. <laughs> and then and, he got the call up. And he's like, ah, oh, shit, got to go here. 
I've got to, got to go. Sorry, fellas. Got to go. Got to go get measured up. Yeah, got to go get measured up for my lycra suit and fucking wet serviettes drop from the fucking ceiling <laughs> and smack him on the head. <laughs> so he actually has one event to go. He's got the big air left. Oh, yep. Um, in the slope style finish. Fuck knows what that is. Uh, slope style finish 12th. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty good effort from a guy who was basically fuck-eyed sideways in a bar <laughs> four days earlier. <laughs> So yeah, that's the uh, that's the main story of uh, of Argentina, and it looks like there is absolutely no end to their drought in sight because yeah. they pump zero money into their Winter Olympic program yep. because they're fucking football mad. Yeah, uh, their summer program runs on the uh, the smell of an oily rag, and they occasionally pick up a medal in judo and shit. Like, yeah. I reckon I reckon it's one of those things where if they need a campaign for more money, they've just got to relate it to football. They just put like a PowerPoint presentation. They're like, okay. Alpine skiing, exactly like, like football, football, but no grass. Yeah. Snow instead. Yeah. Also, there's no ball. It's gone. It's all snow. Okay. And also, no football shoes, just large, just, just large fucking large planks. Boots. Okay. So picture this. Football. Now, let's take the ball and make it a giant stone. <laughs> and then instead of grass, it's on ice. And instead of uh, everything else, you get a fucking broom. <laughs> okay? Perfect. <laughs> football. Curling. No, nice. go, go forth and conquer. <laughs> Give us money. <laughs> That's so good. All righty. Well, we've uh, we got to get moving because we have a shitload of minnow uh, action to go and cover. Mostly, actually, it's just prepping for this fucking Peter uh, Taffeta Fuwa interview because anyone that sends us a picture saying, "Guys, is that legit a fucking ibis on the flag?" <laughs> is already our new favorite person. Oh, he's the best. I and can't wait to do that. But I also cannot wait. To eat for some, sleep, eat some, <laughs> eat some food. We are so hungover. Yeah, we're we're not we're not in a good way. Fuck the maids came in this morning. We've been in this room for eleven days, yeah. and we have just been marinating in our own stank. <laughs> <laughs> there is no fresh oxygen coming in. They just walk in, and uh, there's two of them. Yeah, the su- fucking supervisor was there. Yeah, in, in her fucking waistcoat. We knew she meant business, and she was looking in here like. Every the fucking PTSD nightmares that the maid had been telling her are actually real. Yeah, so she's basically pointed to the window. There's a small button on the window, uh, and has effectively shown us how we can get some uh, fresh air into the room. We didn't know that, but fuck, when the cold, frosty soul air came in, it was like being reborn. <laughs> It was a game changer, that it was, button. It was unbelievable. We we literally saw green fucking ghouls <laughs> screaming their way out of our hotel room window. Oh my god. And and my god. They were they were fucking armed like CSI forensic investigators. Jesus. They were wearing gloves. I was waiting for a fucking black light or something. Absolutely. They they were going about it like coroners. Yeah. At, 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 one, <laughs> at one point one of them was holding our sheets at arm's length while just going, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing, but also we're so sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things as well where because of the language barrier, they, they just, they make the room up while we're here. Yeah. So it's like we're getting ready to record and there's a ding at the door and we're like, oh Oh, no, no. And they just do it and, and you, they don't get, they don't pick up on it. It's not that they're saying, oh, it's okay. We'll come back later. They're just like, they just start going about it. Yep. Yep. They can't, they come in and start absolutely hammering tongs, cleaning. And the other thing was, (laughs) <laughs> They've effectively just held up a laundry bag and and sort of like nodded at us and we're yeah. like, what are you? What, what are you, are you doing? Are there laundry facilities? Yeah. And then just started getting all of our socks and, and putting, putting them, them in a, a bag. fucking bag. Yeah. Which I assume means burn this yeah, shit. <laughs> burn it a minute. It needs to get fucking cremated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll keep you updated on that. 
But uh, yeah, I think that's all we got time for. It is. But before we go, guys, if you want to track what we're doing on the ground here, oh, make yes. sure to follow us on our social channels. We are at Gus and Rig, G U S A N D R I G, both on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can also follow us on Medallica, our page. It's exactly like Metallica, but with a D, um, on Facebook. And, of course, you're listening to this podcast through your favourite podcast app, so tell your mates or fucking else. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll bash ya. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's it. Let's go. I've got to take a shitload of rule line. Right. <laughs> <laughs>